there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. One man, one microphone, one mission, one message. True News, the only newscast reporting the countdown to the second coming of Jesus Christ. And now for the most powerful hour on radio, here is End Time Newsman, Rick Wiles. This is True News, one hour of uncensored news, views, and commentary. Welcome to the program. I'm Rick Wiles. Former South Dakota State Senator Sheldon Songstad will be here in 10 minutes to discuss his long list of unusual federal government preparation activity that coincides with October 1st. One thing that wasn't on his original list is the partial shutdown of the federal government that appears to uh, be in motion for October 1st. October 1st is the official start of the fiscal budget year of the U.S. government. Since Mr. Obama entered the White House, the U.S. Congress hasn't passed a budget each year. They've operated on a series of continuing resolutions that keep the money flowing to government agencies. And this year is no different. The new fiscal year starts on Tuesday, October 1st, and there still is no budget for the Washington uh, federal government. Additionally, the federal government will hit its borrowing limit again by October 17. Treasury Secretary Jack Lew said that the feds will be down to their last $30 billion by the 17th of the month. Here's a synopsis of the political circus in Washington. The Republican House passed a resolution on Sunday to continue funding the government at current levels, but requires Obamacare to be delayed one year. Senate Democratic Majority Leader Harry Reid waited until 2 p.m. Eastern Time today to convene the Senate. The Senate promptly voted on party lines to reject the House resolution. Instead, the Senate passed a resolution to keep funding the government along with Obamacare. The ball is now back in the House's court. House Speaker John Boehner said Obamacare is not ready to be implemented. Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid called Tea Party supporters anarchists who want to destroy the government. The House Republicans plan to pass another resolution, but this time they will tack on a rider stripping away taxpayer subsidies for members of Congress and their staff that would cover their Obamacare expenses. Losing the Public subsidies will cost the members of Congress between $5,000 and $10,000 per year for each member, you know, like the rest of us. Uh, Uncertainty caused by the budget standoff in Washington sent stock markets falling in the U.S., Europe, and Asia. Now listen to this. This is very interesting. This was in the London Telegraph today. The Swiss Army recently completed homeland defense drills based on a scenario of Switzerland being invaded by a bankrupt France seeking to seize money and wealth hidden in Swiss bank vaults. The war exercise imagined France devastated by a financial collapse 
and French troops invading Geneva and Lausanne in search of wealth hidden in the bank vaults of Switzerland. Last year, the Swiss Army held drills to prepare troops to hold off an invasion of European refugees following a collapse of the euro currency. By the way, all Swiss men must serve in the army and keep firearms in their homes. Last week, nearly 75% of Swiss voters rejected a ballot referendum to abolish the mandatory military service, which is really what they wanted to do was disarm the Swiss men. Jackson, Mississippi, the state's capital and largest city, elected a communist revolutionary as its new mayor. Mayor Shokewe, Shoke Lumamba is the founder of the Malcolm X Grassroots Movement. He also served as vice president of the Republic of New Africa, which claims Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, and South Carolina as the home of a new independent all-black nation. Mayor Lumumba has vowed to impose a socialist solidarity government and economy on Jackson. He has received high praise from the Nation of Islam's Final Call magazine. A powerful magnitude 6.7 earthquake jolted New Zealand today along the Pacific Ring of Fire. A magnitude 6.8 earthquake struck southwest Pakistan on Saturday, just days after another quake in the same region killed hundreds. A magnitude 5.5 earthquake rattled the northern mid-Atlantic ridge today. Yesterday, a magnitude 4.8 quake jolted the southern mid-Atlantic ridge. And a swarm of earthquakes in the Caribbean have jolted Puerto Rico in recent days. Several large fireballs streaked over the United States over the weekend. Eyewitnesses from Maryland to Alabama reported seeing one of the fireballs. Another fireball was seen Friday night over central Ohio. Russian astronomers said on Sunday that a 50-foot-wide asteroid nearly missed the Earth over the weekend, and it was not detected until hours before it passed by our planet. The asteroid flew below the orbit of geostationary satellites. Now, in other news uh, today, Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu flew to Washington to meet with President Obama. Uh, He came because, uh, according to Israeli newspapers, uh, he's very worried that uh, Mr. Obama is succumbing to the charm offensive Uh, being uh, put forth by the uh, new president of Iran, uh, Hassan Rouhani. And so Mr. Uh, Netanyahu came to Washington. He met at the White House uh, this morning with President Obama. Uh, He also uh, met with Secretary of State John Kerry and Vice President Joe Biden. The Israeli newspapers also reported, uh, well, actually, this was a London-based A London-based Arabic newspaper was the original source that Saudi Arabia and other Persian Gulf Arab nations are shocked by President Obama's apparent appeasement of Iran and that they are worried that he is making deals 
uh, with Iran that uh, will permit Iran to develop its nuclear weapon. A French magazine reported that French fighter jets were ready to attack Syria at 3 a.m. on August 31st, but were called off at the last minute by President Francois Hollande after Barack Obama changed his mind. That's how close we came to an all-out war on August 31st. And um, in Washington, the House committee broke into laughter on Saturday when Democrat Congressman Jim McGovern said that President Obama had drawn a red line regarding the House's demand that he delay Obamacare by one year. I'm Rick Wiles. You're listening to True News. We'll take a break, and when I come back, former South Dakota State Senator Sheldon Songstead will be here to tell us about unusual preparations by the U.S. government. Reporting the countdown to the second coming of Jesus Christ, you're listening to True News, the End Time Newscast. Have you ever felt like you learned something really important by accident? Dr. Stanley tells a story about that in today's Moment with Charles Stanley. When I began in the ministry, I was so, I was so shy. I was so uh, insecure in so many ways. And I read every biography of every great preacher I could find. And I thought, but oh God, I don't have what they have. And Lord, I can't preach like they could preach. And all of these things. But it's an interesting thing. I thought, God, what can I do? I thought, Lord, well, I can pray. So I'm going to major on praying. And I'm going to trust you, God, to use me any way you see fit. But I'm going to major on building my relationship with you. And then whatever way you can use me, fine. But I'm going to pray. I do know that I know how to pray. I may not know how to preach, but I do know how to pray. And that's going to be the priority of my life. I want to tell you, if I had to start all over again today, I wouldn't change that for anything in the world. God made me so unable within myself, he forced me to the key of God using anybody, and that is their prayer. And the first requirement for answered prayer is being rightly related to God. To learn more, go to intouch.org and click New Believers. This is True News, the voice of the Christian resistance to the takeover of the United States of America. I'm Rick Wiles. Last Friday afternoon, a friend asked me what I knew about Panama declaring a five-day bank holiday. Uh, banks and ATMs were closed until Tuesday, October 1st. I, I didn't know anything about it on late Friday. Uh, it was around 6 p.m. When, when he told me. But I quickly verified that the Bank of Panama had, in fact, shut down the banks. The reported reason was that the banking system needed to do necessary computer software updates. Well, I called another friend who was well-connected to top business and uh, Republican Party political leaders across the nation. I told him what I heard about Panama. He hadn't heard about it either, but he said, Rick, that's really interesting in light of what I was told just three hours ago. Now, I, I can't divulge the names of the sources he mentioned, but I will say that one man is a CEO of a major financial institution. The other man is a former 
high-level banker. Uh, my friend was told last Friday that a reset of one or two currencies is coming on October 1st or 2nd. Now, I have no way of verifying that piece of information. It's merely something that was conveyed to me over the telephone last Friday. I'm just passing it on because, it, to me, you know, it's an interesting – it's a possible connection to this uh, shutdown of the banking system in Panama. Why? Well, Panama is dollarized. They use the U.S. dollar as their currency. Um it makes me wonder if all the hoopla in Washington today over Obamacare and a government shutdown is uh, just smoke and mirrors to divert our attention away from other matters that are underway, things that could be far more serious. In early August, there was a lot of Internet chatter over a warning from a retired South Dakota state senator. Senator Sheldon Songstad noticed a lot of unusual activity by federal government agencies, and it appeared that the focal point was October 1st, 2013. Senator Songstad represented Sioux Falls in the South Dakota legislature for 12 years, from 1975 to 1988, and he's on the telephone right now to share with us his thoughts. Senator, welcome to True News. Welcome. I'm glad to be on your program. Yes, sir. Well, here we are at uh, October 1st, and uh, the U.S. government appears like it's going into uh, a shutdown. Um, let's uh, let's back up and, and uh, you know, I'd like to review this list of of things that you uh, this this list that you compiled earlier in the summer. When when did you start noticing? Uh, well, I've been things. working on these projects for about two years, and I kind of call it my 500-piece puzzle. There's so much going on in the United States right now since with Obama being in office that uh, I've just kind of kept track of all these things. And I, every time I would learn something, I would just put that piece on the table, you know. And then pretty soon they all started matching up. And then I could see that the the whole thing was falling right into line. And then it looked like, just like what you just said, I think that some of the things going on in Washington are a cover-up for what's really happening in this country. That's how I did that. Now, when I sent that memo out, I only sent that to close friends because I didn't, I think America's got to be jolted into what's really going on. I don't think most people have any vague idea what's really happening. So, but I did not want to create a national crisis. So I only sent that memo out to some close friends, and then some of those, someone in there evidently sent it on to other people because of their interest in it also. And then... The word spread like wildfire after my puzzle pieces were released. Mm-hmm. So, Are you, what happened? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, what ha- what happened was then people started to challenge me. Well, I'm not going to uh, waste my time if I say something. I believe it's the gospel truth, and I've I told these people that challenged me. I just said, hey. I still got more pieces to my puzzle. If you saw what I was still working on, it would scare the living hell out of you. And uh, I and I haven't released any of that information and won't until the you know until I can 
be more accurate on what I'm saying. So I just tell the people, then if you don't believe what I'm saying, I'm not going to verify it to you. You verify it to me that I'm wrong. And not one person yet, after all these weeks, have been able to verify anything I have said is wrong. Well, it's obvious you have a dot connector and you know how to use it. And so you're connecting the dots, and that's what we do on this radio program. We've been doing it for 15 years. And, and uh, you know, uh, Senator, just uh, today the, the London Telegraph reported that the Swiss Army conducted an exercise in which the scenario was that Switzerland was invaded by the French who came to, to Geneva and Lucerne searching for gold uh, hidden in the uh, in the Swiss vaults. Now, the, you know, this is in the London papers today. And so people who um, are not paying attention to what's going on are, are, you know, they're clueless about how unstable the world system is right now. And, and so when I read your list, it 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 you know it made sense to me. These are the things that we watch all the time. Uh, let's let's run down the list. What are the things? Uh, give us some of the, the the key things that you have watched over these two years. Okay, ever since this came out, now they came out with this. The government came. The reports came out on national news that the government's got all this new security surveillance, and every American can be watched at any time, and all that. As soon as my stuff came out. All of a sudden, my emails, text messages, and I think my phone, I'm on a secure line right now. Otherwise, I think my one of my other lines is uh, monitored. And everything that was in my, everything that was happening was weird. And a lot of my emails were, when I sent emails to France, they were scrambled. When I sent emails to Italy, they were non-delivered. If I sent an email without an attachment to it, they went through. If I said, happy birthday, whoever it might be, that it would email would go through. And the same way, then it started stuff, uh, things started to be deleted from my uh, messages, mail, sent mail, everything. And so I, they've got me down to the point but for the last four weeks, I've pretty much traveled incognito, and uh, no one knows where I've been till after I leave. I don't like being monitored all the time. My emails, one day I got no emails until 11 o'clock at night, and then they all came through at once. And they, they'll de- delete anything. I have one email from a story that was in the French newspapers that was part of two other projects I'm working on. I keep them in a database in California because everything I keep here, where I am now, gets removed out of my system. And I've had to have that forwarded to me about 12 times now from California so I could forward it on to people of interest. And so they've even stripped me down now I don't even have an original copy of what you're talking about. Well, my my guess is, Senator, that they were watching you several years ago, but quietly. And the yes, moment the moment I've been you working on this for two years, and they were aware of it, but now that you started talking about it, then the surveillance had to be stepped up a few notches. 
You're the only one that I'm that I've told this about because I have not been available until now, and I only came back to the United States because I had an eye surgical problem I had to get accomplished, and so otherwise, and I didn't know what was going on because once I left the United States, my none of my electronic services would work, but I found uh, a line from a friend of mine out of the country that I was able to keep in contact with my family. But this crap has been going on now ever since I went public. And you're right, I think it has been going on for two years because the powers to be uh, do not like what Sheldon R. Songstead's doing. Well, tell us what you're doing. Well, I've been told... And I don't want to avoid your question because I don't do that. Mm -hmm. But if I divulge to you right now what I'm doing, it would jeopardize the outcome of it. And what I'm trying to do, I'm doing most everything I do pro bono because I'm a patriot and I'm trying to save America. And if I divulge what I'm actually working on, if you can't find out from other sources, then uh, that's the way I would rather it be because... I don't want to jeopardize the outcome of what I'm working on because I'm trying to figure out a way to help pay off the national debt. I will tell you one thing, though, just to pique your interest. Five or six weeks ago, in the French newspapers, an article came out that was originally discovered by myself and Lord James in the House of Lords in London. And there were three $5 trillion transfers from the Federal Reserve to the bank in London, who then forwarded it to the bank in Scotland. Now, that would be $15 trillion total. One was for $5 trillion, another was for $5 trillion, and another was for $5 trillion. But one was one week, one was the second week, and one was four weeks later. Now... That would almost pay off our national debt. Now, here's the part that you'll find very interesting. All three transfers were signed by Greenspan and Geithner. And now, this has been in the this was in the French newspapers. It's been suppressed here in the United States, in my opinion. And these are recent transfers. They were. No, they're not recent transfers. They were done when Geithner was at the International Monetary Fund. Okay. Um, And that's when things started getting... That's why all my stuff... Because, see, it was in French, and I I had one of people in my web who monitors everything for me catch it and forwarded it to my another person that works with me, and then we had it translated into English, and uh, that's when, you know, that's when I figured out that that was the first time that had been released on just one of the projects that I'm working on. Um, and, uh, w- w- did, the, did these transfers take place when Geithner um, was at the New York Federal Reserve or, or at the IMF? He was at the head of the International Monetary Fund before that lady that took over now. 
Okay, so so we got fifteen trillion dollars transferred from the Fed to the Bank of England and then to the Bank of Scotland. What do you what do you think was happening? Well, I can only tell you in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I don't know where it went. Where I I that's what I'm one of the things I'm working on, and that's one of the reasons I think that the reason I'm going public. To be real honest with you, is if something happens to me, if I'm right in being suspicious of where that money went, and something happens to me, like happened to Vince Foster, Vince Foster didn't crawl under a bush and shoot himself in the head and called it, and the government called it suicide. And I'm going public because. If I'm found under a bush with a bullet and a head and a pistol in my hand, I didn't commit suicide. And I want someone like you to be aware of what's going on so they can, de- can get a hold of Roger Ailes at Fox News, who I've worked with before, to demand an explanation, or Steve Croft at 60 Minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, Senator, know uh, the, this, uh, the, you know, if I recall, this uh, the, the 15 15- trillion dollar transfer um this was brought up in the london in the british parliament that's uh, the one i'm talking about yes uh lord james of blackheath yeah that's the one i, I told you about yes yes lord okay I, I was trying to recall uh, in my mind uh, where, where did i hear this before lord yeah, james there's a video of him giving a speech to the house of lords yes yes and that's when see i thought the money disappeared coming to the united states and I've been working for two years trying to figure out where that money went. And I didn't find out. I spent all my time, because it was supposed to have gone to the United States Treasury. Mm-hmm. And so when it never got to the United States Treasury, I figured that the countries from which it was coming from, maybe there was some hanky-panky going on. And But I'm doing this for free, and... You know, I have limited time to, 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 to work on all these things. But then when Lord James came out on the floor with copies of the transfers, he said he had them in his hand. He said he had original documents that he got from the Bank of England, holding them in his hand with the signatures of Greenspan and Geithner. So then I knew that the money made it to the United States, but somebody said, don't put it in the Treasury, put it in the transfer it to the Federal Reserve and get rid of it as fast as you can. I'm just telling you my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. My life could be in jeopardy just for telling you these things on this interview. Well, you know, I recall when that story came out, um, you know, the mainstream news media tried to uh, uh, brush off the uh, Lord uh, James uh, Blackheath as a crazy old man, you know, who was just making stuff up. But, you know, he... He's a, a very prominent uh, member of the House of Lords uh, of the British Parliament. If you and I and a bunch of other people were in cahoots and we manipulated that $15 trillion to our little group, mm-hmm. we could easily spend a trillion dollars making Lord James and Sheldon R. Songstead look like idiots, thinking they're goofy, and uh, making up the biggest hoax in the world. Yeah, and you wouldn't have to spend a trillion dollars, you know? No. But you could, and you wouldn't even miss it out of 15. That's right. That's right. And see, they're doing everything they can to make 
Lord James look like he's a, uh, an idiot. Like yes. you said, he's a well, like, uh, the reason, member of, of the House of Lords. Well, back in, back in the 80s, he was the man who who revealed the existence of Saddam Hussein's supergun. And they try. Yeah, they try back history. He's a, he's got all kinds of things on his uh, record of of uh, first time disclosure. That's right. And they and they tried to uh, uh, ridicule him then, but it, he turned out to be correct that Saddam Hussein was working on a super gun. So and I do take the man seriously. Um, okay. Well, let's let's talk about um, um, let's talk about some of the things that you you compiled on your list of of things that. That the U.S. government has been doing to, um, you know, to make preparations for the fall of 2013. Okay, just so you understand how I operate. Okay, I am very. I have connections everywhere, and the reason I get all this, I knew about that. I might have been the one that your friends got that Panama Bank information from. I got that information at midnight central time and i had it out to my key people by one o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. that i might because i've got unbelievable good connections everywhere Mm -hmm. and the reason i get all this information and because people will give it to me because i keep it confidential and i would never disclose my sources of information, or I would lose all of my contacts. So if you ask me something, I will, I'm not afraid to say anything to anybody, because I'm not afraid of anybody. And, but proprietary information, I will not divulge. Of course, no, I don't want you to divulge uh, your sources. Uh, well, would... and I don't want to mm-hmm. ever jeopardize the life of a friend of mine. Sure. So, so, so what, I'm going to be kind of vague on some of these. No, that's okay. No, I, people. no, I, I've, I've been doing this for 15 years, interviewing people, and 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 this is, you know, I, I fully respect uh, our guests that they, they have to, um, they have to conceal uh, the identity and and the source of information. It's like in my in my introduction to you, Senator. You know, I. You know, I, I I spoke with a businessman Friday afternoon who who said, "Look, Rick, I just was." I was just told something three hours ago, um, but there's going to be a reset of a currency uh, in in early October. I, you know, I he told me who the source was, but I I can't reveal it on the radio. Uh, or that man, no, the he's only not, source I've revealed. That's right. Wasn't even a source given to me with the Donald Trump deal on Greta Van Sutteren. Mm-hmm. But I sat here, watched it happen, and uh, he just said it's going to happen in October, and I. And I predict the first week. And she says, well, what is it? And he says, that's all I can say at this time. What, what did he and say? I was knew gonna... right away what he was talking about. Okay, what, what was he referring to? He will not, he would not say because he's the same boat that I am with you. Okay, well, I didn't see that Trump interview. Uh, tell me about it. He just was on there like he always goes on Greta for his regular interviews. Mm-hmm. And they got all done, and she thanked him. And he stood up and going to take a step away. And he says, oh, by the way, Greta, something major big is going to happen in this country in October. And I think it's going to be the first week. And that, and she that, that said, went out on the it? air? That went out on the air on Fox television? Yeah. I, I think that someone told me this morning 
that they've got, they've seen the video because when my I put that in my original email, mm-hmm. and then some people there's a, a video of it out now after I disclosed that, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know how you go back and get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we'll can, no, we'll look for it. We'll look we'll for look it. Look for it mm-hmm. on Greta the night Donald Trump was on, and you'll get a copy of the video and see it yourself. Okay. That's it's he said it. In other words, if you were one of the ninety-seven percent in this country that has no idea what's going on, really, you wouldn't have paid any attention to it. And when I say the three percent do, I think I'm being generous, okay? Because they've done such a good job of manipulating the public in this country, it's unbelievable. So the three percent, I think, if that's an accurate percentage, would have been half worried about what Donald Trump said because they if they knew with some of the things that are going on mm-hmm. so get, try and get a copy of that because it's that will uh, it'll be of interest to you okay um, okay you 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 listed that you and peacekeepers uh, doing a training a nine-week training um, including urban warfare uh, were these uh, I assume these are foreign troops. Where, where where was the training being done? I can't. I'm not. I'm not okay. going to say. All right. Uh, uh, in in the U.S. or 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 around the world? I would say both. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. And uh, you said that there were like nearly four hundred thousand troops involved in the training. Whatever I said, I stand by. Okay, all right, all right. Number two, the um, the CDC ordered um, antibiotics. Is, is is there anything unusual about that? No. Okay. I don't think there's anything unusual about any of them individually, but when you group them all together, and it's the timeline. Okay, okay, so... The timeline is what's the thing I discovered. I wouldn't have thought anything of them if they had been done individually over a year's period of time. But when you take them all as a group and have them all being delivered by September 28th, and then look at all the other things that are happening before, you know, uh, no vacations after October 1st, put all those things together... And it scares the living crap out of you. Okay, this antibiotic order, $11 million worth of antibiotics uh, going to FEMA Region 3 uh, to be delivered uh, by the end of September, early October. So, um, let's see, I don't I don't have a FEMA map. Where's Region 3? Uh, it's the, I think it's the four states up around Washington, D.C., Virginia, up in that area. Okay. That's the smallest region of them all. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That's also to Austin, Texas, they were going. Okay, and then there was a testing of GPS um, and communication satellites, um, testing date September 29th. Yes, that's, see, I'm not concerned about the, what the things are. I understand, I understand, but I'm just trying to help our listeners who don't know anything about... Oh, well, that's fine. Right, yes. I agree with you for doing that. Yeah, I'm just trying yeah, to help but, them who don't know what details you, you're seeing on this list. Yeah, the, 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 you can read the list mm-hmm. because the list just is for so they're knowledgeable. Right. But the key thing are the dates of implementation. Yes. That's uh, what scares me. 
Okay, so you got uh, periodic testing of GPS communication satellites uh, coordinating their testing for the first time. Testing date September 29th. Um, all Homeland Security agents must now qualify with uh, sidearm shotgun AR-15s by September 28th. Um, Homeland Security will receive 2,800 mine-resistant ambush-protected vehicles that must be delivered by October 1st. Now, that's pretty much public knowledge, though, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, All National Guard units uh, will complete their annual two-week training in riot control and disaster assistance. All units must have their training complete by September 30th. The Eastern Base Coast Guard units will not be performing their usual training in the Gulf this year. They will be trained in Virginia and Delaware for 10 days of training beginning September 26. That's Region 3. All right. Emergency broadcast system will begin daily testing beginning September 25th through October 2nd. Uh, FEMA um, ordered $14.2 million of MREs. And 22 million pouches of emergency water to be delivered to Region 3 by October 1st. An additional 13.6 million worth of MREs uh, will be delivered to Austin by October 1st. Um, U.S. military will not be permitted leave from September 28th through November 5th. NORTHCOM's yearly training for civil unrest suspended until September 27th. Uh, to be performed in the northeast coastal areas. Um, date for release of uh, QE3 report has been moved to uh, – okay, this is date for release of QE3 report. Is this – you're talking about Federal Reserve? Um, moved to October 16. Uh, 300 school systems will be issued a three-day emergency kit for each student in September. Wow. And now we have the federal government is shutting down on October 1st. And we had the banking system system of Panama shut down for five days, reopening on October 1st. And I only bring this up because Panama is dollarized. They compl- okay, here's another thing. I, I don't have it in front of me right now, uh, but uh, just uh, the biggest bank in the world, I forget what it's called. It's over in Europe, but uh, – and this has been not been on the, on the news yet – just within the last uh, 72 hours. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was Friday night because most people pull their stuff on Fridays, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, go back to what I was saying at the, at the introduction, that that the Swiss Army held a, 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 a war drill. I mean, when did you ever hear of the Swiss Army holding war drills? Well, that's what's starting to get everybody's attention. You're right on the money, man. And and, and they were, the drill was... A scenario of France invading Switzerland to to take the gold out of the Swiss banks. Well, <laughs> people don't know what you're talking about. This is the problem. Wow, you're right on top of everything so far. Yes, sir. Um, well, what do you think about the uh, you know this this uh, circus going on in Washington? Is this smoke and mirrors? I've always been an optimist. But I tell my I tell them now I'm getting to be a pessimistic futurist, <laughs> and I'm to the point now where I believe in the old theory: you're innocent until proven guilty. I think it's a smokescreen until it's not proven to be. How does that? All right. 
That's what I believe. I, I believe this. You know, this is all uh, smoke and mirrors. I, you know, I, I don't believe for one minute that these guys are planning to shut down the government. They, they're they're doing something, um, but they're they're diverting the people's attention away from what is really going on. Well, that's happening on the news all the time. You know, you look at these news stories, and some of them, even on Fox, they'll run them for two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, they just beat them to death. But somebody's edging them on to do all these things. And look at the things that are happening. Uh, for example, uh, all these trial stories that have been in the news in the last couple of years, you know, they dominate the news of accidents and murders and things like that. But look at all the other things that are happening that don't make the news because they're making a two-week story out of these things. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll, t- I'll, I'll take this conversation, you know, out little farther uh, because uh, I think outside of the box and and uh, uh, you know I, I watch uh, some of the other news such as like in the past day or two there's been a lot of earthquakes a lot you know including the Atlantic region and then over the weekend there were a number of fireballs and then last Friday an asteroid zipped past the earth that they didn't see coming and we've got this big comet that's coming in ISUN uh, that's uh, going to be visible to to the human eye uh, this fall. And um, I just read a report where some um, astronomer said, you know, September was a, a very unusual month for the number of, of fireballs that were spotted. And I'm just wondering, Senator, I mean, could, could the thing that they're preparing for, could it be even bigger than anything we're talking about? I have heard... A number of things that could be October, first week of October. One of them is what you just said. A major catastrophic thing will be happening in Region 3. And I should not even have said that to you now because the source that I got it from, I said, if I were you, I wouldn't even tell people that because they're going to think you're a wacko. Because how do you predict a national catastrophe? You can't predict one that there's going to be a unless you're tracking uh, a space object and yes. you, and you can pinpoint where you think this thing is going to make an impact. Yes, that you're right, and that's I. Uh, but that's one of the stories that one of the things that has been on the list of things and I put I put that at the bottom but it could well be at the top and I've never mentioned to anybody but you today mm-hmm. because but I wanted to preface it by saying what I told that person that if if you or I ran around predicting a major earthquake in New York City or Washington DC this coming week they'd think we were both should be in the same place <laughs> so, <laughs> well i'm i'm uh prepared for anything i mean i i you know i i would not be surprised i um i don't expect i don't expect the uh, the ruling elite to give us a heads up on anything for our own protection or benefit um i think we're on our own and um now, there's also there's also and I I've not tracked this down and so I and I'm and I'm hesitant because a, a lot of people call me with uh, you know 
inside information and and you know rick you got to get this out on the radio and i i have no way of verifying it but i've been flooded lately in the last couple of days with people telling me about uh unusual preparation in the puerto rico region um that you know and again i don't know if this is just internet rumors or but you know, people are telling me that, that people in Puerto Rico are aware of things like body bags and, you know, coffins and stuff being uh, shipped and stored in Puerto Rico. Have you heard any of this stuff? No, I haven't heard anything on Puerto Rico. Uh, my sources say it's either going to be uh, a catastrophic thing, a militia thing, or a money thing. And my personal belief is, knowing what I've done working with these multi-trillion dollar situations is that, and considering that the Federal Reserve is not federal and it's not a reserve and they do nothing but print monopoly money, I think that the Achilles heel is the Federal Reserve. And if that happens, the dollar could drop by 50% in value. And I've been in three countries where this has happened before. And, uh, I mean, you talk about a catastrophic situation. I was in Guatemala when, at 5 o'clock on Friday, they devalued the money 50%. (laughs) And it wasn't, we were eating filet mignons for 595 American money, Mm -hmm. you know. They couldn't, they caught them so far off guard that uh, no one had time to adjust. And uh, I suppose it would be Monday before most people could get it figured out. And what's going to happen if that if that occurs? Uh, I had a friend that was just contacted me yesterday. He wants to buy a condominium. I I say if you pay cash for it, fine. If you don't pay cash, you're going to be paying instead of three hundred thousand, you're going to be paying six hundred thousand if the dollar gets devalued up to 50%. At least if you pay cash for it and the money goes down 50%, at least you're going to have the buying power of the original 300000 mm-hmm. So anyone that owns real estate that's completely paid for, that's the best thing you could have right now. Another thing that I've, I've been watching lately, and I might be reading too much into it, but it seems to me that on the global geopolitical level that in the last couple of weeks it looks like like the balance of power has quietly shifted you know let's start with syria um mr obama does you know he, he flexed his uh, muscles and he he pranced around like a proud turkey and did all that stuff and then suddenly he backed down i mean he shut it down and uh, the French uh, uh, French magazine reported over the weekend that that uh, the war was going to start at 3 a.m. on October on August 31st, and it was called off at the last minute when when Obama just shut it down. It's almost like he got word, like he was told something. And uh, but but now what we have is suddenly, Mister, you know, uh, he, the West has pulled all of their ships out of the Mediterranean. The Russians have sent about a dozen warships in, into the Mediterranean. The Russians are going to send troops into Syria. Um, Mr. Obama is uh, on the phone with Hassan Rouhani of Iran. Um, Mr. Netanyahu jumped on a plane, flew to Washington 
this morning to try to stop it. Um, you know, it's like there's uh, – and then Rouhani said last week, we're going to we're going to have a deal with the United States within three months. And, and Senator, it's like, you know, I'm starting to think behind the scenes, have world leaders cut a deal and said, okay, here's here's the way the rules are going to be for the next 50 years. Kind of like after World War II? You are, I agree with you 100%. I'm so fortunate that I'm 75 years old. I've been involved in politics for, you know, big time for probably 40, 50 years. And, but I've worked at a different level than most political people do. And I, I think that most everything that we're seeing is part of the blueprint. They, for example, the whole uh, the whole thing what you're talking about with the Russian ships going in and out, all this thing is about is Russia wanting to get a pipeline over there out to the ports. Mm-hmm. And even though it looks like Putin and Obama are squabbling and it's a power play, I. Th- and from the world that I have lived in, I think that's the script. Like, I think Gaddafi was our guy. But the world thought he was our enemy. That way, we had access to him. When Reagan sent that plane in to bomb his house after Lockerbie, mm-hmm. there was nobody in the house. Of course like not. One son or something, something got hurt. Uh, but that, our guys had gone in and marked the house so there'd be no collateral damage. And I think that uh, we play the game, too. You know, that's part of us getting our world power is to have a guy like Gaddafi mm-hmm. in our camp. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just makes me wonder, did, did uh, Mr. Putin call Mr. Obama and, and just tell him the way the facts are going to be from now on? Well, I think they've been in cahoots from the beginning. Or maybe that's the case. Well, remember when they had the, can- the the mic on him that yes. time? When he whispered to him, when the election's over, then everything will be different. I'll have more flexibility. Yeah. Well, I think they've been in cahoots since before that session. And this is all scripted. I mean, that's the only smart way to play the game. Yes. Plus, uh, Obama is uh, quietly disarming the United States military. He's he's dismantling our nuclear arsenal. He if he gets his way, he wants to take it down. Well, if he had his way, he'd take it down to zero. But okay. he, but do he like wants to I'm take it down saying. to three hundred warheads. I know it. Do a, do the five hundred piece puzzle thing on the military, and it all falls right into place to what your analysis was. Yes. See, if you take all of those one piece at a time and lay them down on the table, you're going to do the same thing with the military that I've been doing with my memo I sent out. Yes. It's the exact same thing. You're you're right on top of everything. I'm proud to talk to you. Um, well, I mean, when you look at the big picture, when, when you put the puzzle together, it's clear that, that one of two things, either the people in charge of the government and this nation are total idiots – and are making the worst decisions you could possibly make, or they are deliberately making the worst decisions you could possibly make for the purpose of destroying the republic. Well, it, it goes back to the basics. When I served back in my time, 
It was patriotism, taking care of the public. I always said it was like the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is the election. But after the election, you represent everybody in that grand in that grandstand. After when the Super Bowl's over, that you're all together. You're only and when the game's on, you're half and half. And the same way, now almost, and I'm not. I'll say almost. I can, I don't know what percentage, but uh, I'd say a majority are there strictly. I. I uh, in my emails, I, I always try to throw in a tidbit. One of them is my dictionary corrections. And for senator, I put down one who spends $15 million for a job that pays 185000 and retires a multimillionaire. And most, a lot of these people, they get, with forgetting their medical and retirement and all that, the big money is just being in office now. That's right. You know? And it's hard to... Uh, when your state is 80% against Obamacare and the senator votes for it, you know, look at the Syria deal. Uh, Marilyn Barn, Barn, uh, Barnwell out of uh, Colorado sent out an email recently with uh, how much all the U.S. senators have received in contributions from a country that's much concerned about Syria. And uh, those were the first ones to come forth, the, re- the, the first Republicans to come forth to support Obama on the Syria comments he made at the beginning, they're going to shoot the missiles in there, were the top ones receiving seven eight hundred thousand dollars contributions senator when you were um, when you were in your prime serving in the state senate of, of south dakota did you ever imagine that this once grand republic would fall to this level no, not in the slightest not in the slightest this obama thing is the, the biggest, smartest, cool thing. I mean, I've never seen anything put together like it. It was just, uh, and it's unstoppable. And look at it real simply. How can you cut off tours of the White House for all the kids that go to Washington when it's the nation's house and then the, the tenant who's in public housing, goes and spends $100 million on a trip to Africa with his family. That's because he's, he's made himself a royal dictator. Yeah, you know, and... And with the, it, spying, with the spying by the NSA, he knows everything about everybody, and they'll use it to blackmail everybody. See, that's why my friends... I have a lot of friends in the security business... And they just keep telling me the only reason they're not bothering me is I thought they'd have IRS and somebody else and somebody else harassing me. But they're, I've been told that they know I won't buckle. Well, and, uh, well they're, they're monitoring you to know who you know and who's talking to you. They, they, won't, 
they won't stop because they're going to follow the trail, and that's the way that's the way this works. Uh, Senator, we're just about out of time. Any any uh, last comments you want to make to um, to the uh, people listening to this program? Yes, if anybody hears the Sheldon R. Songstead found dead under a bush, committing suicide, get a hold of somebody and demand an investigation because uh, Vince Foster didn't commit suicide, and neither will I. That's my why. That's why I'm going public with you right now and telling you things that most people wouldn't tell you because I want. I'm trying to protect my own life. Well, we appreciate uh, your uh, your courage and and coming on this program and uh, all that you're doing uh, for for the American people. My guest, uh, former South Dakota State Senator Sheldon Songstad. I'm Rick Wallace. You're listening to True News. Thank you, Senator. You're welcome. It's nice having uh, being on your program. Reporting the countdown to the second coming of Jesus Christ. This is True News. This is Max McLean. Why is the fear of the Lord the first step in wise living? Listen to the Bible from Psalm 34. Fear the Lord, you his saints. For those who fear him lack nothing. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Come, my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking lies. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. From Psalm 34. Listen to the Bible. It's great for the soul. The Listener's Bible may be a great way to help you devote more time in God's Word. Now you can download the Bible directly to your computer. To hear more, go to radiobible.org. As we close the program, I I want to encourage everybody to pray and intercede for the people of the Caribbean. Uh, We noticed uh, today that uh, there is a a substantial swarm of earthquakes in the Caribbean, particularly around Puerto Rico. Uh, the list of earthquakes far too numerous for me to, to read, but they're all uh, centered very, very close to the island of Puerto Rico. In late May or early June 2007, I traveled throughout the Caribbean warning nation after nation to call the people to repentance, that there would be a great tsunami that would sweep across the Caribbean, and that the islands that come to the Lord and humble themselves and seek His protection would be shielded from that uh, tsunami. I was in Trinidad, Barbados, Dominica, St. Kitts and Nevis, Antigua, Anguilla, and uh, Puerto Rico. I was in Puerto Rico several times. So pray. Pray that the people of Puerto Rico will cry out to the Lord and that the hand of the Lord would protect his church throughout the Caribbean. God bless. We'll see you tomorrow.